Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. Just the man that has a nickname, what was that to say? With no shame. Tuesday, June 14, 2022. Hope all is well out there, everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Nick Segaline here. You're listening to Seggy Station Podcast. Chew, Smats the Stats Kid, is making his return. I believe he should be here momentarily. Looking forward to catching up with my man, Chew. I haven't seen him in about two months. Got some MLB. About 100 games left that I'm sure Chu wants to touch on as the New York Mets off to their second best start, I believe, in franchise history. Should be interesting to listen to Chu break down about a third or a little over a third of the MLB season thus far. Haven't seen him in a while. Looking forward to touching potentially on the NBA Finals with Chu as well as the Warriors take a 3-2 series lead over the Boston Celtics as the series head back to Boston on Thursday night. Tampa Bay night. Lightning looking for a three-peat going up against who most NHL analysts believe, the Colorado Avalanche, best NHL team this year. So it should be interesting to see the best team going up against a team looking to three-peat. And there hasn't been too many teams three-peating in major professional sports history. Have to get my stats up on that, but very few, very few been a minute since i've seen chu looking forward to touching up with chu even if we don't get a pod in firing it up here quick been a lot of stuff going on over the past couple months for i know chu and myself everybody so look forward to seeing what chu has to say about obviously all the things happening not only in the sports world but daily life keeping up with the rest of everything else that's happening obviously in society that seems to be stemming all over the place not only into sports twitter social media likes views follows everybody's kind of all worried about that and it stems constantly i think at this point with i was talking to my girlfriend i swear it seems like it's hard to remember life before covid and i don't even know what to even say about COVID at this point as it still continues to go on and people are doing more and more than they were doing since COVID really took place. It's interesting to see how things really shake out with something that was so serious and I guess isn't serious anymore. <laughs> Try to be serious and not so serious today. Look forward to touching up as I mentioned with Chu, Nick Segling here. Much love for everyone showing any love to the podcast during this time you can always follow along as always on my instagram or twitter page at seggy station live version of the pod always up on my twitch stream it's underscore seggy underscore g and still got the podcast out on spotify Podbean, and a few other platforms hopefully you get your podcast there you should be here any minute we'll fire it up enjoy it smats the stats guy huh hey how are you hey how are you What's up, brother? Last time I saw you was on a train on the way back from New York about two and a half months ago, dude. I'm pretty sad, honestly. What's been going on? Uh, just crushing the game. The pizza game. The pizza game. Yep. Making pies. Making pies. Just getting by. Yes, sir. Ain't Love that the hear. truth. Yeah, it's tough out there, bro. It's pretty wild how things are. I know you said it's just life, but to me, this shit's fucking out of control. So, I don't know. It's been tough for me to pod, really uh by myself so i'm glad you were able to make it by today because i hadn't seen you on the pod in about 
fucking three months. And to be honest, the Mets have been doing incredible, dude. I haven't been talking much baseball. I've been seeing a lot of cool stories in baseball. Yeah. Things we touched about on in baseball, like mm-hmm. uh, Tony Larusa has been doing terrible. Yep. And we talked about that. Oh, yeah. You're gonna be yeah. totally right about oh, that. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, I saw Joe Madden got fired. Yep. Uh, Joe Girardi got fired. Like yep. things that we talked about that kind of come to fruition, which is why I love doing the Pile Rich because we talk yep. a lot, a lot, a lot of shit. And now that the NBA playoffs has kind of come yep. through, and Steph Curry goes like he does in Game Four, and then they still win in Game Five when yep. Steph Curry doesn't make a single three, first time in his Play- uh, playoff career, career. Yeah. and first time it was a long ass streak he had going. I think it was like 283 games that he made a three. Yeah, it was the longest, absurd. obviously. That's absurd. Both of those streaks snapped in last night's game in which the Warriors still won. Yep. Uh, just incredible. Like, I'm watching those games and, you know, just talking about it, breaking them down with Rich and then kind of seeing them play out like that when I'm kind of making takes about Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum. And either way, both ways, the whoever wins this NBA Finals is going to be tough for me because I said the Warriors weren't going to make it back either. But I'd love to see uh, Steph do it on his own. But then Steph goes has a game like that. Like, I could honestly see Andrew Wiggins being the MVP of the uh, playoffs uh, finals right now. Uh, Steph will drop 40 in the next game, win it in six. You better hope so. You better hope so. Oh, yeah. Because it'll be interesting if it gets into seven, too. Because obviously, game seven, anything can happen. So, yeah, it's been pretty incredible. Best two words. It's been pretty incredible. Uh, I thought also it was sweet how the Tampa Bay Lightning are going for a three peat, which. Do you know any stats on how many. Three peats there's ever been in professional major sports because I'm sure there haven't been that many. Uh, there haven't been that many. I let's see. Dating I think back, there was the a last one was the... what the Yankees from '98 to 2000. You had the obviously the two three peats with the Chicago Bulls. I know there was a was it the Houston Comets for the WNBA. They won like four or five straight to start uh, at the beginning of the WNBA late yeah. '90s and stuff too. Which is going on and then, um, as well. I also think of, you know, the Islanders winning four straight from 81 to 84. Um, that would be, I mean, could you imagine winning four straight? And then you got to go back to, what is it, the 1971 through 74 Oakland A's, 72 through 74, rather. Huh. They won three in a row. And then, you know, you look back, there's always going to be like the Yankees Smats winning a bunch. Smats is the stats guy. Um, he yeah. knows a lot about sports. Yeah, this is my friend Smats. He hasn't been here on the pod in a while. Hey. Um, but you must all know him for coming on the pod. Got a new set setup so you can at least see Smats a little bit better. Hey, uh, well, hey yeah. I wanted to hey, uh, yeah, well, yeah. ask Smats a few things about uh, the MLB, particularly um, his New York Mets, who have been doing uh, pretty great considering, I think, uh, who's on the IL or IR, which is definitely oh. a max – Max Scherzer, Scherzer, Jacob yeah. DeGrom, the yeah. two best pitchers in baseball. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, they're doing all this without Jake DeGrom, right? Yeah, and Scherzer. That's pretty incredible. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Um, yo, no, I'm super happy for you. Um, yeah, they got so- about 100 and something games left, right? 100 on the nose. They've played 62. I think it's been uh, it's their second best start in franchise history. Is that is that an accurate stat? That is an accurate stat. The only a better start was 1986 when they went on to win 108 games in a World Series. So I'm just curious how you're feeling about uh, that's last time, obviously, they won the World Series, right? Yep. 1986. Yep. I, they the think they time. played in one with Matt Harvey. I remember watching when I was more into baseball. But at this 2015, point, yep. um, the Mets are up there with the New York Yankees, obviously another New York team. Mm-hmm. Um who are I think the Yankees are off to Yeah, they're uh, off to franchise pace well. Yeah. 119, 119 potential win pace. 
That'd be the best in baseball history. So. Uh, for home runs out the yin yang, and mm-hmm. their pitching is is incredible too. I heard a stat that they're plus fifty in home run differential. They've hit ninety something as a team and only given yeah. up forty something yeah. as a team. So their pitching has been pretty tuned up obviously as well and then you have the dodgers uh who i guess when i looked at the power rankings literally yesterday um it it went they're up there they've been faltering a little bit it went uh, they've had a lot of injuries as well actually the padres yankees mets dodgers so basically you know the way i see it is the mets are up there with the top teams in the mlb we got 100 games left to go in the mlb season so obviously a lot of things can happen in in 100 games um but at this point it's one of those things where this is Kind of like my gripe with baseball and why I'm happy you're finally back. Because I saw the Cincinnati Reds were off to a historically bad start. It was like 3-19. and 19. Yeah. I saw the Cubs giving up on a 35-mile-per-hour uh, pitch. Slowest home run ever, which you, you've heard me talk about these things before. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they, they lost a game, something ridiculous. like 18-4. to four. To me, it's like, bro, can we just get, can we get there quicker in terms of... I think it only helps you if you're a Mets fan, realistically. Like it, not necessarily shaving so many games, but just to a point where these teams that are low bottom, anyways, and you're out here battle, you know, beating the shit out of some of these teams that aren't even trying to win, anyways. Like it's way worse than the NBA when you got bad teams like the Magic and the Thunder. It's way worse than the NFL where anything can happen. Like I don't know, and I've been watching a little bit of baseball. Like I said, I watched the baseball game the other night because. No NHL, no NBA, you know, watching a little of the Live Tour, which is controversial, and then yep. the PGA Tour. But to me, you know, baseball, it's exciting when there's something good. Like, I'll watch the All-Star game and the Home Run Derby, and I like watching playoff baseball. But, like, dude, watch just the fact that, like, they're the Mets are playing just every single day just blows my mind. Like, it just really does. Like, there's no days off in baseball. Like, it's just, you play every day, you you lose a series, travel and play the next day at, like, 3 or 4 o'clock. Like, I don't know, it's just crazy grind to me. Like, the PGA Tour and a lot of these players that left talked about the grind. Like, I can only imagine what it is for an MLB player when you're literally just playing nonstop for, what, four or five months? We've talked about it plenty of times. I don't know, I just think there's ways to make the product a little bit better when... You got teams out here that, in my opinion, are, are already done for the season. Like, right? 100 games left. And what are they playing for? Yeah, right. And they expanded some of the playoffs. You know, don't get me wrong. I think it's great when you got some good teams, you know, you get to a play, place where these teams get to go at it. But, like, I don't know. For me, it just takes way too long. So, like, as much as I am admiring the start for the Mets, like, yeah. What are they like? Twelve games up in the division, like, dude. If they nah, blow they're, this, they're only th- they're only uh, the Braves are on a twelve game win streak. I saw that all the trash pandas at the bottom. I of the saw league. that, which is like um, the Mets were up. I believe it was like ten and a half games, maybe eleven and a half, maybe all the way up to twelve. But it's down to about six now. Wow. But with, but with that being said, that's how quick things can change. You know, a team gets hot. That's why I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. This Mets team is definitely. Uh, different than previous years. They're way better at putting up runs and keeping runs off the board. Um, they've played to the third hardest strength of schedule so far this year without their two Hall of Fame pitchers, which I think is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, they have the easiest schedule the last month of the season, so as long as they can you know, keep grinding out, keep getting these wins, I think they could put up a very high win total, and you know, then you go into the playoffs and anything can happen, but... 
Well, I just look at, dude, I look at, so basically I think my point is on this, like, even the Mets, and I would throw the Mets in this category. When I look at baseball now, um, to me, like, the teams that are going to be doing anything are these firepower teams where they're basically all-star teams. Like, I talked about the Dodgers basically being an all-star team. Like, the Mets are, the Mets are inching up into that category. When Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherger are back, you got a guy like Pete Alonso, who I saw the other night just bashing a home run like it's nothing. Leading the National Francisco Lindor, who I think is like a decent superstar shortstop in this league where yeah. you know you got guys but it's that other guys too you look at guys like jeff mcneil who had a down year last year but yeah he's i mean over yeah a it's a bunch of hitter. it's a bunch you of guys, guys that like come Starling together Mark for sure. yeah you know brandon nimmo you look at what Edwin but you went Diaz out and bought doing. a lot of these guys this offseason right yeah we bought four guys this off so season. my point is you can't four. really you can't really improve without really like trying to, to go out and spend to improve like in the mlb We've talked about this plenty of times, right? And you see the Dodgers that continuously kind of ramp up and get these contracts, you know, and bring in these players are continuously there. And you got some of these mainstay teams like the Cardinals, right? The the Giants, these teams that yep. do it their own way but are kind of always there and will be in the playoffs well, and make these every, runs. He's got team. these veteran guys that have been playing for like 20 years. But to me, like the Yankees and the Mets – Finally, this year, went out and bought some guys. Like, the reason why they aren't compared in similar to the Yankees in the past is because they weren't doing that. And they finally got a guy who isn't willing to do that. Yep. And now you're in the category with these guys. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win either, no. which is another thing that's kind of wild because, to me, this season's just too long. Like, it's just too long. And, like, and I guess my point is, even if something catastrophic happens to the Yankees starting pitcher and their best hitter Aaron Judge tomorrow like he he could probably still play up against the Mets when it came down to it into the World Series cuz that's fucking what October, 5 months baby. away it's a long time away Do you yeah. get what I'm saying it goes by quick but at the same time it's just a lot yeah it's being so, obviously you know me like I don't know I just see all guy. these other leagues trying to do things right the the NFL adding an extra game and and you know trying to find ways to get more people to get more NFL right um, because obviously it's the least amount. I see the NBA trying to find ways to change game, you know, every single season, in, instituting the play-in tournament, instituting trying to maybe do in-season tournaments. I think that would be smart for the MLB, dude. I think that'd be smart for the MLB. Like, I'm watching some of the NCAA uh, baseball. I've been watching some of that. Oh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. Coastal yeah. was in it, and then they got knocked down the Super Regionals. I saw UConn Tennessee, got... number one yep. uh, team, not able to get – through because they got knocked out by Notre Dame in the Super Regionals, um. So I'm now I'm pretty sure they're all into the College World Series format now. Yep. Um, you know that to me is more exciting right now than the average like daily like, let's play some baseball. Yeah. Um, I mean, know, it's it's tough for it, me for a Yankees fan or you know Mets or even the Dodgers. They're like, oh yeah, look at us, dude, off to these incredible starts and these paces and all that shit. It's like, bro, you still have so many games to go, and like at the, then at this point, it's like. It, what are we doing here? Like, how much does the regular season actually matter? I mean, enough to where you need to do well to make the playoffs, but that's basically it, right? Yeah. Well, that's every sport. You know, the regular season matters For to sure. make the playoffs. But yeah. I think the one thing, being a baseball fan, that I really enjoy, and I get, like, you know, your perspective on it, because you don't watch as much baseball as I do, but even getting out of work and throwing on the last few innings of a game, and even if I'm sitting there on my phone and I have, like, background noise and stuff, too, like, paying attention, baseball, I feel like, is one of the only sports where you don't have to pay attention to like every pitch when it's on 
Well, that's why I'm surprised then, when I asked you, you know, you hadn't been watching as much, so you're, that you're not listening to it. Because I think baseball is the one sport where well, listening listen to it is it, still it's, cool. It's like, so I was great, listening yeah. to the NBA Finals the other night, and that was yeah. still, like, pretty cool. Like, yeah. you're still getting the game. Like, I'm still listening exactly, to the game. Yeah. I can't see it. It's like, a, it's crazy perspective to me. Because, bro, now I could have just easily pulled it up and probably been streaming it somewhere on my phone. But I'm like, nah, I'm just going to listen to it on the on Sometimes the it's nice the to listen to, like, any sport, really, on the radio and kind of get a different perspective. Isn't it wild, though, yeah. that they're still, like, even doing that, to yep. be honest? I think the easiest way to... The easiest sport to kind of communicate over radio, though, would be baseball, for sure. I do. I think yeah, so. 100%. But, <coughs> you know, obviously it's a long season and stuff, too. Yeah, so, I mean, that's I the thing. It. That's why I, I love it. I think it's hard about... I think that's the hardest thing about baseball... Like talking about baseball, like what, what if I would even ask you, like, what do people even talk about with baseball? Like just the daily like lineups and games, like it's in standings. Yeah, like kinda, kinda. is there if there is there any way to make like long like long term predictions? Like you you got any predictions on uh you know where the MVP races are at or all unbiasedly or the yeah. you know what I'm saying your yeah. guys haven't been pitching so they can't be in the Cy Young races. You got any? Nope. Stats on the rookies for me. I mean, I yeah, see I mean, some stuff going on. Like, it's been yeah, pretty incredible. You, you, you know, what Aaron I Judge don't. is doing. He's up to twenty-four home runs. I He's saw been that. Great. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Talking a long-term story and stuff too. He, they offered him a contract north of two hundred million dollars, and he declined it. Uh, this is his last year before free agency, and a lot of times you see guys kind of struggle their last year before free agency, and then obviously there's the flip side of it, like what Aaron Judge is doing where he is playing the best baseball he's ever played in his career. He's on pace for 66 home runs, which would break Roger Maris's, you know, 60 not, clean, yeah, 61, 61 clean, clean, yeah, obviously the record, the record yeah, is 73 and yeah. 70, with, um, well, 73 by Barry Bonds, 70 by McGuire, Sosa hit 66 and 64 and, I don't know, another 60 peppered in there somewhere. But, um, I don't know, it's cool to see because, you know, at first it seemed like at the beginning of the season they had deadened the balls so much and they weren't traveling. But ever since May 14th, I think it was, um, the balls have been flying out of the ballpark at a crazy rate. I'm not sure if they went back to those juice balls or not, but or if it's just because it's heating up and maybe the balls, the way they're constructed, are you know traveling a little bit further in hotter weather and stuff. But I don't know. It's interesting to see like the difference because <laughs> there was a lot of problems. People were real upset with how low. There's always know, the some cooked worked. up there's, in some baseball. There's always something cooked up, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look at the MVP races, obviously Aaron Judge is far and away, or, you know, just running away with the American League MVP as of right now. Yeah. You look in the National League, you got uh, you got a guy like Pete Alonso, who I love. He's leading the league in homers and RBIs. Yeah, with 18 I think he should be in the conversation, yep. Yep, he's hitting around 280 right now. Um, you got a guy like who I've picked the last couple of years to win the MVP and got it right last year, Bryce Harper, even though he has a torn UCL uh, in his... Uh, throwing arm. He's been DHing a bunch, but he's been hitting the piss out the ball, you know, around a 310 average, up to 15 homers, uh, basically doing everything for that Phillies team uh, that had struggled mightily and then kind of turned it around once they fired Girardi. I know that they were not very happy with Joe Girardi. Um, so they have their interim guy in there, and, you know, I think it kind of lit a fire under those guys. You look at a team like the Angels, where, you know, they started off so hot and then had that awful, like, 14 yeah, game losing streak. Yeah. Joe Madden. Got, gave himself a mohawk to hype the guys up and then um, ended up getting fired. They didn't even see it, but, yeah. you know, they've turned around a little bit. After watching the Angels Interesting. Uh, these past few days, it's kind of crazy um, the fact that you have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, the two best players in baseball, and they just 
continually find a way to just suck it up. Everyone else around them, it's, you know, I feel bad for them. It's almost like a... Is Shohei having a good year coming off his MVP season last year? Yeah, he's having a good year, but I said this on the mic too. Um, I remember it's almost unfortunate. It's not unfortunate, but it's almost unfortunate for him how great he truly was last year. Yeah. In the sense that, like, even if he does, you know, what he does this year, like, let's say he puts up, like, 25 homers, 30 homers, and, uh, you know, pitches to about, like, eight wins or so, and, you know, an ERA of three and a half, it's still going to be a letdown in a lot of people's eyes because it wasn't as good as his MVP year there. But, um, no, Shohei's still great. I mean, he's throwing the ball 100 miles per hour and then hitting it 110 miles per hour. So, uh, it's absolutely incredible to see. Who else? Tatis is still on the shelf, right? Yep, that's... Um, kind of crazy that they've battled all the way back to tie for first place and their best player hasn't even played yet. Uh, he's still recovering from wrist surgery, I believe, from when he crashed his motorcycle. So, um, Oh, shit. Yeah. So Not ideal. Nope. And I think the craziest part of that was, it was a while ago now, but they asked him about the motorcycle crash and he uh, was dumb enough to say which one. So um, stop driving your goddamn motorcycle. Get yourself a chauffeur. Yeah. Be it's safe. So- it's so funny how much shit happens in, like, a news cycle each day. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing It's just so tough to, like, keep up with the pod now, bro. Um, I saw Montrez Harrell got busted with uh, some baggies of marijuana. <laughs> like, a bunch of shit, bro. Like, some baggies of marijuana. <laughs> he had three pounds of uh, vacuum sealed. Is that what it was? Yeah, and he got caught at, tra- at a traffic stop in Kentucky. I saw that headline this morning. Oh, so. wow. So he's probably fucked because they're, like, real serious still down there. About yeah, so who knows what will happen Whereas with that. Whereas up here, you can just drive up and just go into the store. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for the first time in MLB history, man, the Yankees and the Mets are the first two teams to reach 40 wins. Good for you, man. Having a good season. Yeah, right on track season. to hopefully get uh, yeah, to where but, you want to be once the playoffs actually well, start. Well, I think of last year, right? Last year was kind of a pipe dream because the Mets started off. They were leading the division for over 100 games and then blew it. Yeah. Um, You know, I learned very quickly last year that, you know, as you say and stuff too, it's a long season. I, you know, Am I happy where they're at? Oh, absolutely. I'm hyped. But, uh, you know, what's important is to go out and win tonight. And speaking of which, Duke just texted me. We were talking about maybe going to the game tonight. Uh, just found $5 tickets. Might be heading up to City to see Chris Bassett. $5 tickets. Yep. We've been buying nosebleed seats for 5 bucks and then moving up. Is the MLB that sorry right now where they're selling $5 tickets, bro? Well, you gotta think about it, dude. It's a Tuesday night. Inflation's really killing it, huh? Yeah, right? No, it's a Tuesday night. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the stadium fits over 40,000 people. You're gonna be able to find cheap tickets for no, in the nosebleeds and stuff, too, and, you know... With these new stadiums that are built, there's never a bad view in the stadium anymore. So it's not like going to Fenway Park and you sit down and, you know, you can't even see the field because there's a support beam right in front of you. Like <laughs> all, these, uh, all these stadiums are designed nowadays to, you know, enhance ballpark experience and get a good view of the game. So Quick little jab at uh, Fenway Park. Oh, no, I love Fenway. Only I love Fenway. But, it, you know, it is one of those old school stadiums where, uh, you know, they tried to pack as many seats as they could in and... Uh, you know, That's some of dope. them you'll have to be watching like this, leaning around the pole. But hey, hey, still the most beautiful ballpark in sports. Love it. Maybe besides Wrigley Field. Well, we'll finish up shortly, but I did want to ask you a few other things. How yeah. about uh, any thoughts on the NBA Finals? You rooting for the Warriors, the Celtics? Uh, now that it's I'm kind of indecisive on it. Uh, I don't really give a fuck. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge Boston guy, but you know, I know Duke is a huge Boston 
fan, so I'm like kind of rooting for him. It would be nice to see his team win. But with that being said, I do think there's a good storyline, even though people are probably sick of the Warriors. I think it's a pretty cool storyline. You got Klay uh, Thompson coming back. Uh, Steph Curry, like you said, trying to do it on his own and st- do it on his own. Obviously, they have a great team set up around him, but maybe win that illustrious finals MVP that's escaped him, uh, you know, in yeah. the past previous finals because Durant had two, Iguodala had the other one. So, you know, it's intriguing. And then as far as hockey goes, I think it was awesome. Uh, my buddy James Glenn, the biggest Islanders fan you'll ever meet, um, him and I have had a lot of fun because the Rangers went up 2 0 on the lightning and man does he hate the rangers and to see them drop four straight sorry barry your rangers suck um yeah you know it's kind of funny to see and for the lightning to get back for a three-peat yeah i think that would be really cool but also at the same time it would be cool to see the avalanche win i think yeah you know it's gonna be the best team in the nhl all year yeah so i think everyone that's yeah the the best team in the nhl versus the defending two-time champs going for a three-peat so i think it's very interesting it's It's gonna be a really good series yeah playoff hockey is so electric and stuff too so it's been fun especially because espn has rights to some of the games now and like the playoffs i've been able to kind of just go home, turn my TV on, and, like, hockey's on. So sometimes I won't even change it to watch something else. been walk, watching a little bit of hockey, and, you know, it's been a lot of fun. It sure has, yeah. yeah. The hockey has been real good. The NHL hockey's been good. It's definitely super competitive, and obviously you got some good storylines now with the Stanley Cup Finals starting on Wednesday. Of course. Uh, game six of the NBA Finals back in Boston on Thursday, and on Thursday you also have the U.S. Open starting up as well, which I think is pretty interesting to see now some of the live golf uh, series guys back on the tour technically um, because they're playing in a non-tour event technically mm-hmm. and uh, in a major which is run by the USGA so a lot of technical stuff there but it's I think it's pretty interesting what's going on with this live series and the PG tour this this constant yeah, jab clashing, this yeah. constant like oh well, we're trying to grow the game and other people are saying they're not even remotely close to growing the game they're doing it for the money and you know a lot of people i think in today's day and age are doing stuff for the money i mean we've seen it in oh, sports course, yeah. money makes the world go plenty around, of so. athletes taking contracts i.e tyree kill to go play you know in miami you know things like that you know guys mm-hmm. all the time doing that um but when you bring in then the aspect of the issues with human rights in other countries in which these places are doing some of this business, that's where people also start towing the line as well. Um, which I think is just also kind of weird with how things are as well. Like we get a lot of our stuff from Saudi Arabia. So to like act like we do no business with Saudi Arabia and like people are just getting so hot that like this tour is starting up under that uh, type of endorsement. It's like, all right, dude, like, I think these guys are just going to where they can make the money that they're making, which by the way, I I just need to, I just need to clarify this point. And I asked Rich this question and I'll ask you the same question, but I need to clarify this point based on what happened this weekend because I watched both tours. Uh, Live Golf Series had their first inaugural tournament. You know, I watched that. Charles Schwartzel wins the first inaugural tournament at seven under. He shot like plus three or four on the last day. Um, Some... You know, it's it's a lot different, some of these guys that they have, which I do think is, like, interesting. Like, I was talking about this with Rich, which I don't think you guys understand, but, like, this is, to me, like, more of, like, a PGA Pro-style tournament, like, not a PGA Tour-style tournament, in which, yeah, you're going to have guys that shoot low. I know guys on in the section that can shoot under par, but it's not like they're going out there and shooting 20 under par to win the tournament. I think we're on the 
uh, Canadian Open defend his championship that hadn't been played in two years due to COVID, by the way, with 19 under par. Oh, my God. Wow. In four rounds. But, like, that's that's pretty low. Like, yeah. they did only three rounds. There's a lot of different things going on in the Live Tour. Uh, shotgun start, things that I think are interesting and, mm-hmm. and are happening in every golf tournament that happens in America. So, all of a sudden, people freaking out about it being uh, started up in, you know, the endorsement of Saudi and, and Greg Norman and all this shit. It's, it's really weird to me because, like, the USFL started up and the XFL started up. And you know who really doesn't give a fuck about that? The NFL. Like, yeah. the MLB, realistically, as much shit I talk about them. If they started, if some other fucking league started up baseball, like, what, uh, whatever, and started trying to have their own league, like, the MLB would not be concerned about that. No. Like, neither would you as a fan. Like, it's just these startup leagues, like, yeah. that's what they are. You don't even know if they're going to last. No, and exactly. The most interesting thing about this to me, dude, and this is the question I'd ask, I asked Rich and I'd ask you, and right now you're making some pizzas. So if the pizza joint across the street, which is not crazy, you know, we're in New York, there's pizza joints that's right across the street. The pizza joint across the street offers you 10 times more money than you're making right now to work literally less hours and doing the same shit you're doing, same exact job requirements to do less work and you're getting paid 15 times more because you want to know why? Roy McIlroy, he got paid, I think it was like $1.7 million. The purse total was like $8 million for the Canadian Open. This dude, Charles Schwarzer, got paid $4 million for his victory in three rounds of golf. And then an extra $750,000 on top of it because of the team event that they're also doing. $4,750,000, three days of golf. Shot a minus seven for three, for three rounds and won the tournament. Dustin Johnson shot like a minus one and got like a million dollars. Who, by the way, he signed for like $150 million, and his career earnings aren't even close to that in the PGA Tour. And as much as I love Dustin Johnson, he's not going to be winning too much on the PGA Tour anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of these guys on the PGA Tour, oh, you're taking the easy way out. It's like, bro, like maybe at the end of the day, it's all about them trying to get as much money as they can. Like, I'm surprised some of the guys that have went over have. Like, Bryson DeChambeau, I did not think that was going to happen. Yeah, it was I've talked a lot of shit about him, like how how his aspect has kind of been for the PGA Tour. The next poster guy. The next poster guy is really Justin Thomas. Yeah. Justin Thomas is the only guy they really have that can really be the next guy. And Rory McIlroy, who, who has played, you know, plenty of great golf throughout his career, I think has come up short in that regard as being, yep. like, the, the actual mainstream of golf. Yeah. But I just think it's... It's just crazy to me how, you know, people just automatically, you go read some of this stuff, dude. It's like, it's like out of control to me, man. And I do think it's interesting because we talked a lot lot about, we talked about, I asked Rich shit like this here on the podcast and we were talking about this shit when they, then they were attacking the Capitol and doing all this wild shit and the protests that happened, you know, all the way back to when they were doing the protests in the bubble, right? And, and just all the things that have kind of been morphed into like one basically when they're not they're all different they're all different situations and all these situations that happen are are different i feel like they're all kind of morphed into the same stuff dude and i think it's just gotten so out of control to a point where people are really more worried about talking about you know the dustin johnson or these got bryson dechambeau like making these decisions when dude realistically i don't think they agree with any of the stuff that goes on over there i'm pretty sure anybody that can distinguish between right and wrong uh Mm. is gonna say that they're doing it for the money yes and that's it 
Yeah, and like, and, and a lot of people make those decisions for money at the end of the day. And so and, I think, and that's, you know, maybe you might not agree with it, but it's their choice, you know? And it's, yeah, at for the sure. end of the day, let people make their own decisions. Absolutely. Too. You know, it, it is what it is. It's everyone thinks differently. And yeah. Stuff, so. I just think it's also, you know, I think you go win the, the masters on the PGA tour, you go win the U S open this week. Like you get paid $3 million less. You know, like yeah, that to me, you wild. should get more money for winning those tournaments. Well, I think, the, also I think the PGA Tour should be doing. Up, you know, I talked about the PGA Tour giving these guys more money to get the better names, so they can kind of steal away the uh, PGA Tour's thunder. So, yeah, and like what this does too is it gives you know there. better op- you know opportunities to these guys to get on tour. It's like, bro, like to me, I'm not really trying to see that. Like, I think you should give more opportunities to PGA pros. I think the live. I think the cool thing to do is more matches, like you see, as much as I don't like the quarterbacks doing it. Yep, yep, You know, yep. I like seeing, like, the average golfers out there playing on camera, and it's funnier to me than, yeah, than watching some of these no-names that I don't know. Right. Like, that can shoot even par. It's like, all right, man, I can do that. Like, I want to watch a golf tournament with horrible golfers, people who have never played before. How about get that out for there on the first You send inaugural. me out there, yeah. Just slicing everything. Nah, you've hit some good shots before. I've seen you hit some good shots. A couple. A couple. A broken clock is right twice a day, so. Yeah. So, I mean, Rich said he would take the money. I mean, you obviously take the money to go across the street for ten times more or what? Nope. You wouldn't? Nope, because I love my boys I work with. Ducks fly together. Be a hard decision, but I'd be riding with the boys. I guess that's what a lot of these guys are saying uh, that they're signing to stay on the PGA Tour when they're seeing some of these paychecks after. This oh, week. definitely, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you actually had a situation like that present itself with, you know, X amount of dollars more and stuff too. It certainly make you think, but you know, the only kind, known for billion, the situation athlete for billionaires. Me, I'm happy where I'm at. So. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, man, and these dudes make a lot of money, but there's only three known athlete billionaires, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's a bunch of them walking around. Exactly. You can count on one hand. Um. Yeah. I think it's kind of – I know you're going to – Want to end this soon because you can go to the Mets game. That's pretty sick. You actually gonna go or are you gonna puss out? No, I, I think would we'll go. go. I, I think up. we're going. Yeah. Seven ten the start. Or yeah, eight it's seven ten start. I still got to go get an oil change, do a little bit of laundry, but got plenty of time. It's not even noon yet. Got four minutes till then, so. That's true. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, it's been fun. I've been to. Um, this will be the fourth game I've been to this year. Four Mets games already. Yep, I saw them on my birthday. They lost to the Giants. I went to a doubleheader with Duke and Mike um, two months ago, I want to say. Mets won both against the Braves, which was a, you know, fun but great battle tonight between um, Adrian Hauser and Chris Bassett. It's a pretty good pitching matchup. Uh, Brewers have been playing pretty well. I believe they're leading their division. They're about five games behind the Mets in win total or something, but... Still a force to be reckoned with, even with all the injuries they've had. And uh, it's always fun to get to the ball, ballpark, put down a glizzy or two. <laughs> you know, what's better yeah. than that? Have a nice cold beer. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw Jack Daniels is coming out 
with a Jack Daniels and Coke can drink. Did yeah, you see that? Yeah, I did see that. Darren Ravel posted that yesterday on Twitter or something. That's incredible. Yeah. That's uh, that's right up my alley. Absolutely. Have it pre-made for you. All the work is done. I wonder how that's going to taste. I'm very interested to find out how that's going to taste. Yeah, seriously, because, you know, is it going to be strong? Is it gonna, barely going to taste it? Is it just going to be like Coke? Who knows? That's going to be need to know interesting. how strong these are going to be. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. That'll get Seggy back on the drinking chain. Do you have a favorite Arizona iced tea flavor? Because I'm telling you, those are what you got to be buying in today's economy right now. Yeah. Because they're still God bless the person who, you know, decided. And I buy them every day. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Do we got a photo here? And by the way, yeah. Obviously, you love an Arnold Palmer. There's no raspberry on that that picture. Mine's definitely raspberry. I got a ton of Arizona raspberry. Oh, yeah. The raspberry's great. I do like the, um, the grape one every once in a while. But I wouldn't put it up. It wouldn't be my favorite. Fruit punch? The fruit punch, too. I'm pretty sure. It, I don't think it's in the photo, but I remember having a grape one as a kid all the time. I would always get that. But, yeah. It's nothing like some mango muncho. I know Mike always loved that. Yeah, Mike loved the mango. Fucking uh, crazy. But no, you can never go wrong with a classic Arnold Palmer. A little half and half. Yeah. Yes, sir. Might as well go spiked at that point. I know. Seriously. Head over to the Essex Indoor Joint. Absolutely. Slamming Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, I'm glad you finally made it over. You know? yeah, me too. It's been a minute, but... Got so much to catch up on, so I won't waste any more of your time today. Because I finally got to see you and we got to chill a little bit. Absolutely. I have to try but, to uh, make it happen again soon. Yeah, I just been... I always... You really see they're doing... Going I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, day, but... Really. Uh, Jeez, they finally going. paved your road, huh? Oh, yes, that did happen. Yep, they're still working on the end strip down uh, right by the uh, stop sign. I don't know what they're doing, because they were done with the road, and then they just did that the other day, so yeah, I don't they, know what happened with that. Yeah, they really made it hard to get down your road. Got real narrow there in my Altima, but we figured it out. Pretty weird. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I was going to shout out. These are the pictures. Check these out. My brother with Ty Law and Musty. And then Archie, Archie Griffin, right? Yep. 1975, 1976 Heisman winner. The only That's back-to-back sick. Heisman winner in history. Yeah, my brother just told me that, which is actually pretty sick. And they were at the... What school did they play for? Conduction was at the Walter King Ring of Honor. already went over this sick so yeah my brother has some cool pictures of that i'll try and get them up in my next post um yeah just cool how something cool like that could be going on and Mm -hmm. then something sad and tragic could be going on oh yeah it's just fucking crazy there's always a yin to the yang brother i guess dude if you can just act like that then i guess you're rolling on the right way because Seems to affect me more. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a fucking empath or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I've been feeling that way about everything, really. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I just feel for, like, these kids that are never going back to school now. Oh, yeah. No, you feel absolutely fucking terrible. Never going home to see their parents. Yeah, just, like, really fucked up shit, you know? Yeah, that that shit definitely upsets me, It's just, like, so much shit, bro. Like, last time I was here on pod a couple weeks back, I was really, like, getting fucking emotional about it. Because we've talked about so much shit... You know, 
since we started pawing together. Yeah, but it, that's the sad thing is, is when it happens over and over and over again and things don't change, and then, boom, it happens again. Yeah, and, and it's like basically almost, how I feel not about... Not that you become complacent with it, but it's like every time it happens, it's not that it hurts less and less because each case is different and they hurt, but like it's just, it's just like commonplace and it shouldn't be. Well, yeah, it that's the thing be. that I think is annoying. Yeah. And that's... And that's oh, why thoughts it's like and prayers, not, thoughts and prayers, you know, wait a week and then it happens again. Well, oh, yeah, that's the thing. Prayers, it's like not a lot. Even these people I watch, like if you're, they're doing it on the news, they'll say that some cliche something and then just like move on to another story. Exactly. It's on just like weird story, yeah. fucked up to me. You need to cover it the whole time or something. There needs to be, I don't know. It's just like so weird to me, dude. Oh, 100%. I don't know. It's like hard for me to have this like, oh, yep, whatever, dude. Just like let it go. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, it doesn't it affect me or nothing. It's like. I don't know, I feel like some of this shit does affect me when I pull up to the gas tank and it's $6 a gallon now. And, you know, I'm seeing all these people getting up in, in arms. And realistically, dude, it's it affects people like us, dude. Like the, the middle lower class, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is exactly what we are. Oh, absolutely. You know? And so, I don't know, man. It's There's so many people out there, too, that are like us, man. That's a problem. Yeah. It's like you start thinking it's just you, it's not, and you... There's more than you know, you bro. Yeah, it's all fucking... It's all relative, really. It's all about how you look at it. And, I don't know, I think it's just... I think it's just weird, though. Because you got all these things going on, all these sports going on, and everyone wants to talk about, like, fucking... Where's Baker Mayfield gonna go? Or... Yeah. All this random, you know, money shit. And no one wants to talk about, like... People getting in all these stupid-ass fucking can't agree on anything when people are just like shooting people it's like what i don't know it's just weird to me people arguing about whether they should have guns or not when it's like that's not the moral of the story bro it's like (laughs) can we just get rid of them so there's hopefully people not doing that shit exactly i don't know yeah it's it's just very weird to me but like you said man it's life like you said it is what it is it's just it's where I think it's annoying as a lot of people get to that point. And then does that where it becomes the commonplace where it's like, oh, these are the things that happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, pretty like much, war, yeah. like, you know, Ukraine and shit. And it's like COVID. It's like all this shit that's, you know, we talked about plenty of time. This is the shit that's just going to be, right? That's, that's just what it is. Yeah. That's life. So. Life sucks, then you die, know, brother. I think, yeah. I mean, if that's what it is, then mm-hmm. you might as well just keep enjoying the sucking, I guess. Yep, I don't know. Exactly. Because <laughs> there's no other option, really. All right. Can Unless you want to be in the be fucking ground. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I know, right? If you're a dude. Yeah. Or I guess a female. I don't know. They might like that too. I don't oh, know. Get, yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting way to end the podcast yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Look at that, huh? You know? Hmm. Yes. Pretty strange, but. All right. Great atypical. We are going to the Mets game. That's cool. Daddy's going to Yeah, I got to go to beers. work anyway soon, so. Yeah. Try and post up the pod and then Hell call yeah. it a day for. Gotta go Whatever get a goddamn oil is. change. 14th. Do a little bit of laundry before 3 o'clock, 3.30. Well, much love to my friend Smats for stopping by today and doing a little bit of the podcast with me. Much love to I you, brother. I haven't seen him in a long time. Absolutely. And enjoy your vanilla Coke. With you. Yeah, well, I'll definitely enjoy uh, that. Yeah. I had to get myself a, um, a vitamin water, and I was walking by. I was like, ooh, what would Seggy want? And I saw that vanilla Coke just eyeing me down. Yeah. Eyeing me down from the fridge. I was like, that's what he wants today. He'd probably go Snapple. You really can't go wrong with a vanilla Coke, to be honest. 
you know. I remember when they first came out, and I was but just amazed. Arizona Ice Tea is is the clutch move right now, in my right. opinion. That's true. That's true. The only thing that hasn't gone up with inflation. Yeah. Yep. I don't know, yes, man. Is what it is. It All is. right. Much love to everybody checking in on the podcast. Much Getting love, Getting to see you, Seggy and Smats edition today. Absolutely. Appreciate all love. We'll see you all next time on the Seggy Station. Deuces. Peace and love.